Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. The Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly, transcribed with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Danny Richards Jr., Peter Votrian, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the Kingsmen and Billy Mills Orchestra. Well, here we are with a brand new year on our hands, and I've got a brand new slogan. Make the year 51 a thrifty one. Yes, make 51 a thrifty one. And one way to do it is to use pet evaporated milk for your milk and cream needs. That's good sound advice because pet milk costs less than any other form of milk. Good, sweet country milk concentrated to double richness. Pet milk is actually a little more than twice as rich as the milk generally sold in bottles. For coffee or in place of cream in cooking, you use pet milk double rich, just as it comes from the can. To use pet in place of ordinary bottled milk, you add an equal amount of water. By using pet milk for your milk and cream needs, you can certainly make the year 51 a thrifty one, because pet milk costs less than half as much as cream. In fact, pet milk costs less generally than ordinary bottled milk. Get pet milk at your grocer's tomorrow. Pet milk, the first evaporated milk, the first choice of good cooks. Anytime Mr. McGee thinks something needs fixing around the house, he grabs his toolbox and yelps with delight. And when Mrs. McGee sees him grab that toolbox, she grabs her head and moans. So here at 79 Wistful Vista right now, one of them grinning and the other one groaning, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, this clock is coming apart just swell, you know what? Hand me the big screwdriver, Molly. No, McGee, now please. Huh? Please let that poor little clock up. Let it up. It hasn't done anything to you. Take your knee out of its face. <laughs> Don't you worry, kiddo. Now, let me see now. If this rinkus holds the mainspring, then this swampus here must be the... Whoa, whoa. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Yes, sir, by George, I was right. <laughs> that was the fumpus that held the rinkus to the mainspring. Well, I'll just put that aside for now. I'll put that back together again later. What else is there to be fixed? 
Nothing. Nothing? Oh, come on, kiddo. That ain't the right attitude. Here I am with a handful of tools and nothing to fix. Gee whiz, if a guy could... Come in, thank goodness. Oh, hello there, Come Teeny. on in, Teeny. Well, it's nice to see you, sis. Haven't seen you since, oh, Christmas. Santa Claus good to you this year? Sure, he was wonderful to me, I bet you. Good. But gee, am I glad Christmas is over. You are? I was just wore out. Just wore out, huh? From shopping? No, from being good for two whole weeks. Oh. <laughs> it was awful. I bet it was. I was so glad when Christmas was over, I went out and broke every window in our garage. <laughs> You did, eh? Well, what'd you get for Christmas, Teeny? A lot of nice stuff? Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. I got a new doll buggy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of books and a Mickey Mouse Rich Watch. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> a little bottle of perfume from Willie Toops. And my daddy says three drops of that would eat the lock off the county jail. <laughs> yeah. And a sled. And... Oh, hey, that reminds me. What reminds you of what, Teeny? My sled, it reminds me of you. Oh, yeah, well, I can see where it would. I've been going downhill for some time now. <laughs> no, no, I mean, on account of you're so wonderful at fixing stuff. Oh, shucks. And I bet you're the best fixer in the whole world, and... Hey, will you fix my sled, mister? It don't run good. Why? Why, sure, sis, since you put it that way, be glad to. You know me handy with tools... Got a knack for it. Sure you have, I bet you. Well, you bring the sled in. Whatever's wrong with your sled, old Uncle Fibber will straighten it out as good as new. Okay. Yeah, oh, bring it boy. in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. There. You mean that was a sled? Looks like a roll of chicken wire from a sunken ship. Yeah. How did it get like that, sis? Well, some of the kids borrowed it and left it on the streetcar tracks, and I guess the streetcar must have run over it. (laughs) A couple of times. Yeah, at least. Gee, thanks for wanting to fix it, mister. You're just wonderful to us, kids. Yeah, yeah, but look, I don't think anybody could ever fix it. I'll be back for it this afternoon, mister. Thanks ever so much. Bye, Miss McGee. Bye, Tina. Bye, Hmm. Were you the fellow who was looking for something to fix? Yeah. Oh, well, this won't be so tough, Tootsie. I can handle this. With my knack for fixing stuff, I'll... Hmm. I wonder which was the front end of this thing. <laughs> this looks like a runner here, so that must go on the bottom. Although, if I turn to the... Oh. Come in. Well, if it isn't the good doctor. Hello, Dr. Gamble. Hello, my dear. And good day to you, clabber brain. <laughs> Hi, baby slapper. <laughs> Why are you walking the streets today? Kicking the ashes off the slippery sidewalks to build up a little fracture trade? The fracture trade, as you so crudely put it, Eggface, is already a little larger than I can handle. Oh. However, as long as people will drink anything that's handed to them at a party and then try to drive home, they mustn't be surprised to wake up in a little white bed with a nurse saying, Drink this, too. <laughs> Sometimes I think the human race... Well, speaking of Rex, flagging head, what's this? New Year's gift from Joe's junkyard? No, that's a sled, Doctor. Or was. Little teeny from across the street left it for McGee to fix. Needs quite a bit of straightening out. Look, Tinker Boy, do you honestly think you can repair this thing? Why, certainly I can, Long Belly. 
<laughs> he has to, Doctor. He promised, you know. Well, I wish you luck, sack seat. Now, look, if you do get it fixed, let's take the sled out to Dugan's Hill and try it out. Just you and me. Yeah, okay. Swell, Doc. Swell. I'll shove you down the hill on it. You can coast clear out on the lake. It'll be a lot of fun for both of us. Well, I can see where it would be fun for McGee, but uh, where does your fun come in, Doctor? At the bottom of the hill, my dear. The lake isn't frozen. <laughs> come on, kids. Why, a guy could get drowned that way. Dad. Oh, dear. Hit your thumb again? No. I hit my kneecap this time. Then why are you sucking your thumb? I can't get my knee in my mouth. <laughs> Just graze it, though. It don't hurt much. My, that's a horrible-looking mess, McGee. sure is. You'll never get that thing back in shape. No, but don't you worry. I'll get it fixed okay. The reason I know how to fix sleds is because I had me a job at one time as a sled tester up in Westchester. I didn't know you ever worked on sleds, dearie. I never told you about the time I was head tester for Ed Bester at the Westchester Sled Works. You never, you never told me. Well, baby, I will. <laughs> you see, as head sled tester with Nestor and Bester, I was the best-known tester in all Westchester. Yeah. And the sleds I tested were never bested by any other sleds. We had a slick slide on the south side of the sled shed, and I slid sleds down that slide all day. I built myself a sled out of lead and painted it red, and that little red sled really sped, because when you got a sled that's loaded with lead, the lead makes the red sled slide, see? I tested every kind of sled from snow sleds to snow sleds to high sleds, but my sleds were the best sleds, and when I slid down the slide and sped past the shed with the red of my head matching the red of my sled, I set a world record that still stands for the most fractured ribs. (laughs) 
<laughs> Hand me the hammer, will you? Gladly. <laughs> if I can get just get these runners, just if I can just get these runners straightened out. Yeah. Then I can start on the wood part of the sled and I'll have you. It's Oli from the Elks Club. Hello, Oli. Hi, Oli. Hello, Mrs. Hey, what you mad at the sled for, McGee? Somebody won't let you ride on it? <laughs> no, he isn't mad at it, Oli. Not yet. No. Well, then why does he bust it off, Mrs.? You're destructive, huh? I'm not busting the sled, Oli. I'm fixing it. <laughs> With you, what's the difference? <laughs> you should see, Mrs., the time he makes the legs even on the pool table at the Elks Club. <laughs> what happened, Oli? Well, now we have only table in town where fellas play pool standing on their knees. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, the legs are even, ain't they? That's all you ask me to do, make them even. Hand me the saw there, will you? Sure. Uh, which saw do you want, the hand saw? No, he's already sawed his hand, Oli. Hand him a wood saw. <laughs> or better still, give me the hacksaw. I want to hack a few rough edges off these runners. I'll have this sled as good as new in a couple of hours, I think. You know what I think? I think you got bad case of optimism, McGee. You remind me of old Swedish proverb. What proverb? It goes, don't count your chickens while you keep laying eggs. <laughs> I tell my missus just yesterday. Say, how is your wife, Oli? And the children? Everybody well? Oh, sure. Everybody's fine, missus. The kids get all their toys busted now and everything goes back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> Little Lars, he gets a bow and arrow for Christmas. And the first time he shoots it, the bow gets busted. Well, oh. you know, those things never last long, Oli. Uh, this one lasts too long, missus. <laughs> Lars catches his mom bending over the stove and mom catches an arrow. <laughs> Then Lars catches the bow across the back of his britches. <laughs> so I think I catch streetcar and go downtown. So long, both you fellas. Goodbye, Ollie. Oh. Now, let me see. If I bend this runner this way... Well, I guess I gotta bend it the other way. Well, this job's a little tougher than I thought. McGee, how do you get into these things, anyhow? Well, gee whiz, what am I going to do when that kid comes in crying with a busted sled and butters me around like an ear of corn, telling me what a talented fixer I am? Well, you could have denied it. How can I deny it? Every word she said was true. <laughs> Hand me that big monkey wrench, will you? I want to monkey around and see if I can't wrench these boards off here. Oh. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> that just proves that no matter how bad anything is, it can always look worse if you work on it. Well, at least I got it down to the bare metal frame now. If I can just get these runner ha runners hammered Hello, out. Oh, Molly. Hiya, pal. Mind if I come in? Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Mind if I come in, he says. You ever try asking that question while you're still out on the front porch, Junior? <laughs> well, don't, because don't. You won't visit near as many people that way. <laughs> well, thank you, pal. I'll watch it. Hey, uh... What's with the clutter in the living room here? You making a new front gate? No, that's a sled, Mr. Wilcox. Oh. Yeah. Well, anyhow, speaking of gate, pal, you ought to go downtown and get yourself some pet evaporated milk for hell. Oh, oh, no. Gate. Oh, look, gate. Look, Junior, you don't have to sneak in here with a horrible pun like that. If you want to sell pet milk, sell it. Come right out and say it. Don't mince words. Get to the point. Well, that's a very good angle, pal. How do I handle it? Just keep it simple, that's all. Oh. Make every word count. Uh -huh. You merely say, attention, housewives. Uh -huh. If you have went over your food budget lately, there's one thing you must have said to yourself, and I quote, holy smoke, ain't it awful? <laughs> yes, it certainly is, Mr. Wilcox. 
certainly is. And then you carry on. If you had gone down to your grocery store, housewife, and lugged yourself home some pet milk, which pet milk is the type of milk that any other type of milk costs you much more dough than it, naturally pet milk is less expensive, and besides, it don't cost as much. You see, Miss Wilcox, concise, yeah. straight to the point, five or six times. Uh, yeah, brief, huh? Like a telegraph. Right. You say, if your husband is the kind of husband that money is what he likes for you to save, only he likes to eat good for not so dad ratted much of it. And who doesn't? Therefore, pet milk is just good whole milk, concentrated to double richness. Which being that pet milk is the type of milk that any other type of milk costs more than. Consequently, any other type of milk is the type of milk your husband would naturally want you to buy pet milk instead of, and besides, it's good. <laughs> Pet milk is. <laughs> you follow me, Junior? I didn't. I couldn't follow you, dear. <laughs> I think I took the wrong turn just this side of the grocery store. Well, I'm with you, pal. Good. I think you're trying to say that pet milk is not only good and good for you, but it's easy on the budget. That's it. That's it. In other words, use pet milk for your milk and cream needs and make the year 51 a thrifty one. Oh, that's cute, Mr. Wilcox. Why, sure. Make the year 51 a thrifty one. Mm. Can you add anything to that, McGee? Two words. What are they? Goodbye. Oh, well, goodbye. <laughs> well, if people leave me alone now a while, maybe I can... Hmm. That's odd. What are you looking so puzzled about? I've got a problem here. These two bolts are supposed to go into these two holes here, only neither one of them fits. This here bolt is too large for this here hole, and that there bolt is too small for that there hole there. Well, the answer to that seems obvious. Well, it's not so obvious, Tootsie. I can make the small hole larger to fit the large bolt, but how can I shrink the large hole smaller to fit the small hole? Oh, hey, I got it. I, I got knew it. it would come to yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Hand me my brace and bit. I'll bore two more holes. <laughs> All you got to do is use your head and thing like this. Come in. Oh, hi, old timer. Hello, Mr. Old Timer. Hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Yeah. Hey, Johnny. What'd you do with the old army cot there? Fall downstairs with it? <laughs> Not an old army cot, and I'm in no mood for jokes. I'm trying to fix this dad-ratted sled for the little girl down the street. Sled? Yeah. Well, maybe I can help you with it, Johnny. Good. I was always pretty handy with tools myself. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about when I was in the CBs during the last war... We built the first white woman ever seen in the Solomon Islands? Yes. I think you did. Yep, we built the first white woman ever seen in the Solomon Islands, a rocking chair. Oh. So she could... <laughs> a rocking chair so she could sit on the front porch and wave to the sailors. <laughs> well, look, if you're so handy with tools, what would you do with this sled? Well, I'll show you in a jiffy, Johnny. Raise the window. You take that and it out. No, take this no, no. <laughs> I can't do that. I got to get it fixed. Well, as I was saying to my girlfriend Bessie the other night, hey, that reminds me, kids, I got to go down and bail her out. <laughs> What's the matter? Is she full of water? <laughs> no, she's in the pokey, Johnny. Oh. Police caught her ringing doorbells, soaping windows, and tipping over garbage pails night before last. Couldn't catch me, though. <laughs> I was too fast for him. Heavenly days. You were out ringing doorbells night before last? That's for Halloween. Hey, Keith. Well, what was right before last? New Year's Eve. 
New Year's Eve? Why, sure. Well, what do you know about that? This doggone cheap watch stopped again. <laughs> Wait till I tell Bessie about this. So long, kids. All right, Max. King's Men, and get out those old records. Get out those old records, those old photograph records, the ones we used to play so long ago. But if they sound scratchy, the tunes really were catchy, and especially those that said I love you so. I used to beg you over and over You bored? Another hole in the carpet? <laughs> no, I just want you to take a look at this sled. What do you think? Well, frankly, dearie, uh, you do want me to be frank, don't you? Yeah. Frank with a little touch of kindness. <laughs> well, then, uh, frankly, I think it looks worse than ever. Yeah. Sort of like an old garbage can that was caught between two tank trucks. You know something? That's exactly my impression. But now, now I know what to do. That kid depends on me to fix this sled, and by George, I'm going to do it. Hand me my big cross-cut saw over there, will you? Certainly, but what Just do you... hand me my big saw and stand out of the way, Tootsie, that's all. I'll show you what a little brains and ingenuity will do. <laughs> Take a look at that. Ain't that as handsome of a sled as you ever seen? Why, McGee, it's simply beautiful. Betcha. How'd you ever do it? Well, it was simple when I put my mind to it. I just walked up to a clerk at the bond town and I says, Give me the best sled you got in the joint, bud. 
And this is it, $14.95. Same kind of sled the teenies was before... Now, got... wait a minute. Hmm? Why did you ask me to hand you your big cross-cut saw just before you left here? Well, it was laying on my hat. <laughs> Naturally, I didn't want to walk into the bonton with a cross-cut saw on my head. So I... Uh-oh. Now, 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 Mom's the word, Mom. I mean, Mom's the word, Mom, or, uh, kiddo. I won't even pop, Pete. Oh, yeah. Or Pete pop. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hi, mister. Yeah. How'd you get along with my... Oh, boy. <laughs> Is this my slab? Yeah? You like it, sis? Oh, gee, mister. It's... Well, gee, it's just simply wonderful. Oh, no, shucks. Thanks ever so much. Well, it, it was nothing, sis. I... I mean, when a guy is as handy with tools as I am, sissy... Uh, hey, hey, where are you going? I'm going to show the rest of the kids. Huh? Oh, boy, what a wonderful job of fixing. Looks practically new. Hey, Willie, Marge, look. Look what Mr. McGee did. Practically new, she says. <laughs> it was 15 bucks new, that's all. <laughs> did you see her little face light up when she seen that sled? That was worth all the trouble and expense. Yeah, she certainly was happy about yeah. it. Yeah. I never would have thought... Come in. Well, for goodness sakes, it's his honor, the mayor. Come in, Mr. Mayor. Oh, hi, Latrev. Hello, Molly. McGee. Well, what are you doing with all the tools, McGee? Building something? Yep. I'm building a reputation, Latrev. Reputation as a kindly, gentle, understanding fellow who's sweet to children and handy with tools. And even handier with a promise. He promised to fix a sled for the little girl across the street, Mr. Mayor. Oh, was it very badly broken? The sled? Oh, the promise. Er, badly broken. <laughs> you should have seen it, boy. Looked like 40 pounds of tangled pipe cleaners with the fuzz wore off. <laughs> well, it was decent of you to fix it, McGee. I saw the child outside showing it to her little friend. Really, Mr. Mayor? Oh, what, what were they saying, Latrip? Huh? Did you hear what they were saying? Uh, they, they think I'm pretty great, huh? Did well, you hear... I, I just caught a word here and oh. there. They were all so complimentary that I never dreamed they were talking about you. <laughs> Well, it does my heart good, Latrive, to do something for kids. They're so grateful, so appreciative. I sure made some friends today. And you can use friends, too. <laughs> yes, he always does. <laughs> but it's bread cast upon the waters, McGee. I'm sure that anything you did for a child today will return to you tenfold. And that is a very... Hey, Mr. Grat McGee, Mr. McGee. Yeah? kids about the wonderful job you did on fixing my slab. Oh, well, shucks. And you know what? Huh? They're all going to let you fix something. What? Okay, kids, bring the stuff in. Hey, hey, now, wait a minute. Here's I don't... my electric train. Yeah, and here's Margie's tricycle you can... Hey, now, wait a minute, sis. Yeah. I can't... Yeah. No, no, look, look, kids, wait a minute. Molly will be back in just a minute. During this year of 1951, over three million babies will be born in the United States. Many of these babies will get an extra good start in life because from the beginning they will be given safe, easy-to-digest pet milk. And what lucky babies they'll be. For in pet evaporated milk, they'll be getting all of the minerals and vitamin D that a baby must have in order to build sound teeth, strong, straight bones, and to make sure steady growth. Yes, and they'll be getting these vital substances in milk that is always uniformly rich, always easy for babies to digest, 
always as safe in its sealed can as if there were no germ of disease in the world. For years, doctors have recommended pet milk for bottle-fed babies. If 1951 brings an addition to your family, ask your doctor about pet milk, the first evaporated milk, the first food for millions of happy, healthy babies. you are in a mess now, McGee. All those little children depending on you to fix these toys. Oh, I'm taking care of that, kiddo. Give me some elbow room here. There. Yeah, I got this problem all solved. Heavenly days. What's the big packing box for? <laughs> and all padded on the inside. What's the idea? I'm going to send a shipment to South America. I don't want it damaged. What are the holes uh, in the side there for? Well, my gosh, I gotta breathe, don't I? <laughs> Long way to South America. Good night. <laughs> Good night, all. The first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? When someone puts up a sign, house for sale, that can be the beginning of a whole series of unexpected happenings. As Jim and Sally Carter discover in the story of the week next Saturday morning on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program. The second big feature on the docket is the husband-tested pet milk recipe for pork chop dinner. One of those easy-to-fix, easy-to-serve, one-dish dinners. Don't forget now, that's next Saturday morning on the Mary Lee Taylor program on NBC. Be sure to listen. Transcribed. Enjoy Big Town's exciting story next on NBC. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.